Hey y'all, this is Amok, Madam Hexa, and Caitlin Case, and this is Trouble Comes in Three. This podcast discusses scandalous topics like communication and sexual health, along with kink, leather, and ethical non-monogamy. If you're under 18, please leave us and check out scarletteen.com. For those over 18, welcome and let's get naughty. Uh, so before we get started, I do have an addition. Oh, addition, editor's note. Yes, the good. An editor's note or an addition clarification. Sure. During our discussion on anal sex, mm-hmm. we focused heavily on gay male populations. Yes. I it was brought to my attention, and I would like to emphasize that this affects. A lot of HIV in particular affects a wide demographic of individuals and yes. currently the uh, highest rate of transmission is actually among uh, black women mm-hmm. the information that we were using for that particular podcast was from the CDC's guidelines right which unfortunately at the time really only focused on statistics surrounding gay male HIV infection and risk. So I wanted to emphasize and kind of put that out there that HIV does not discriminate based on gender or sexual orientation or disability or anything. Yeah. It affects a lot of people. Absolutely. Yes. No, absolutely. And we'll probably do a whole entire episode eventually on HIV, the stigma around HIV yeah. in particular. I know we touched a little bit on some of the other, uh, like a little bit on the sexual health and STIs, but yeah. I think because HIV has an impressive stigma around it and a very interesting history, politically uh, and medically, I think it deserves its own its own shout out. But absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But now that we have that out of the way, yeah. um, let's talk about, we do, we have BDSM education, but we also like to talk about specifically fetishes and kinks. So why don't we do that today? Yeah. Let's play pretend. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about specifically role play as a, a fetish or a kink. I guess it's a kink. A kink is a, is more appropriate as an action, I guess. Um, uh, things as innocuous as you know, you put on the tiara um, versus um, maybe some more intense role play types and things like that. And, you know, we talk about a little bit of interrogation and things like that. So we'll probably let's start basic, how to get into it, how not to feel like a fool, and kind of ramp up the intensity of it. Sound good? After we define what role play is, well, yeah, let's just start. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, just check it. Well, you can start. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, She's like, oh, I will then. (laughs) I will. We're not throwing Caitlin under the bus, though. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, So my definition of role play is interaction, oftentimes between two or more individuals, uh, though there are some people who do role play scenarios with themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Religious flagellation types. Right. That the individual players within the scene are acting in roles with responsibilities that are not common to their everyday life. Right. That is very long-winded, but you have to be very specific with your language in this world. Mm -hmm. 
because you don't want to say, oh, I like to do role play and someone's doing pet play over here and that's more of their identity and you're like, oh, you're into role play too. There's a, there's a line there. So that's why it's important for us to kind of like wordsmith that definition, yeah? I am the wordsmith and the librarian. The words are my thing. Yep. <laughs> that's why we do it that way. Um, what are some experiences that you've had with role play? Do you, do you enjoy role play on a regular basis or is it something more you just kind of like... Sprinkle in. Sprinkle in, or it's more of like somebody requested it of you, so you're like, oh, I could do that for a partner, or is it like, is that your jam? So, honestly, it depends on the partner that I'm with. Mm -hmm. uh, I do enjoy it in some ways. Mm -hmm. There are certain scenarios that I really enjoy, um, and I have had partners who were into it as well. Mm -hmm. It is not necessarily something that is a hundred percent it has to be involved in my regular relationship yeah. mm -hmm. um i enjoy it it's fun to dabble in um but personally it's not required i do do it more frequently when i do sessions with other people right right it's more kind of like a yeah. flyback case kind of yeah. what about you caitlin Same. what do you think of role play um i do not think I am very good at roleplay. While I do have very limited experiences with it, uh, think of like Emperor's New Groove where Kuzco's like, I'm a bad llama. That's basically me. You, are, uh, you like to roleplay as a llama? No. <laughs> that's, that's just the delivery is how it I comes off. Um, bad actress is what I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> okay. um, I am a horrible liar and also apparently horrible at pretending to be something I'm not. That's fair. Um, I, I'm not know, quite. Oh, that's an admirable trait, I guess. It's, um... Well, it's interesting because it's like, I don't, I've never really had an interest in it role-played directly, but if you look at some of my kinks and some of the things I want to look more into, like bibliification, that would technically be a role-play for me because I'm not dumb. I am not, I would be putting on an act. And yeah, so I like, guess technically... Like bimbo, she's talking yeah. about bimbofication and things like that. Yeah, so like, technically I guess that would be considered role-play. Is that role-play? It, or is for it, me, or is it I think for me it would be. So or I guess it's personal. It's always going to be personal. It would, be, it would probably be more like degradation and like humiliation oriented as well as like role play because I'm, I don't know. It could be. We have some himbos in our life. That's It's, it's definitely lifestyle. <laughs> right. It could also though, it could be a situation where you and a partner and the partner is dressing up their dumb bimbo part like Oh, I just want a dumb, pretty thing. Pretty thing. Exactly. Here's how I'm dressing you. Exactly. Right. Where they don't actually think you are. They do think you're pretty and gorgeous, but they don't necessarily right. think you're <laughs> right. dumb. Right. So in that way, if it was in relation to somebody else, I think it could fall into that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it could. It's kind of like yeah. you know, some people wear pet ears because they think it's cute, and for them it is role play. But then you have an entire pet community that it's like, no, it's not just. Right, believe, and so like I feel like that's where, at least for me, that specific kink falls into. Um, but so that's the thing, and like I mean, I've done, I've attempted role play once with a partner. It didn't go quite as planned, but I tried my damnedest. Uh, it, it takes practice. It's an acting skill. Yeah, I, I am a, a very proud thespian. I was in theater for years right. and years. There go. And so. For me, acting is second nature. It was something I had already been doing for years and years. So when it came right. to like 
being sexy time acting. It she was like one of those right. good porn actors. Right. That, and like, <laughs> like the ones you're like, no wait, is he gonna fix the fridge or not? <laughs> right. Right. Um, but no, and then like aside from that, I would say my mo- like making the quotation mark hands, but no. my uh, quote unquote like best role placement would honestly probably be on the more like business side of kink where I'm oh you like for canning and I stuff gotcha. because okay. that is. I take yeah. on roles that aren't normally my role for that type of stuff. Um, they're paying for fantasy. Right, right. they're paying for fantasy. Yeah. And so, like, that would probably be the closest thing to it. But yeah. as far as, like, an intimate relationship with a partner, it's not something I've really ever thought about. But I guess my my relationship style is a bit more extreme, so it hasn't been needed because I'm doing the things that people will, quote-unquote, role-play. Right, you don't dress up like the maid because you are the maid. Right, and that, and, like, a lot of people, there are people who will role-play as dumb and stuff. That isn't their normal flavor. They'll turn it Um, on for a specific mm -hmm. session. Right, right. But then after that session, it's back to equal footing, so to say. And so I think because that's a lifestyle for me, I haven't had, like, the need to. That's really the only thing I would be interested in, I think. It's that separation between what we do when we engage in our kink work, like our camming and stuff, yeah. and what we engage in our personal, personal interpersonal relationships. Right. Yeah. They aren't necessarily the same thing. Right. Sometimes they vary wildly. Yes. Oh, like when I have to be toppy. Oh! Ah. Someone get that on camera. <laughs> um, I love dress up. In, in all I do like dress so up. So that's what I love about role play, is I love the dress up portion. I love the costumes. I love the makeup. I even love wigs and shit. Like I love good dress up. Um, I don't necessarily need to like have a scripted scene for role play. Really for me, it's the costuming that for me makes it. For me, okay, I'm role playing now because I'm in a princess gown and like now I'm a queen. It's fantastic. And in my head, I'm a queen. I may not say it out loud and have like, oh, my royal subjects get on your knees and all that. I'll just put you there. But in my mind, we're role playing. <laughs> See, I could probably get behind like that side because I do like the dress up and I, I know like I have like worn my schoolgirl outfit and stuff for you, but it's never been under the pre- pretenses of. Oh, we're going. I'm going to be your schoolgirl. It's just like I look right. cute. The, the costuming, for but me. you have like bent me over your knee and spanked me like it. So I know me. Yeah, right. I've done role yeah. Play. So it's. I think it's. A, it, it, I think Mark put it well at the beginning. You know, it's something that would be outside of the normal repertoire. So that's why for me the costuming kind of kind of speaks to that. Um, I am also a terrible actress. <laughs> <laughs> so again, like the scripted portions, like a little bit of back and forth. I'm not a huge talker when I play to begin with. I, you know, I'm more of like, I'll move you to where I want to go, or check in periodically, or maybe I'll say something in German, because I, in English, I'm not supposed to Uh, so that's, for me, like, the scripted scenes, and not scripted, like, you wrote it down in practice, but where there's, where there's, um, dialogue, for me, um, I'm not very good, I think, at that, um, but costuming, and I think a lot of the times for people, um, it's a chance to stretch your imagination, and I think it's it's playful, right? Like, you may be doing it for sex. Like, you may be, oh, we're going to have sexy fun time, or we're going to have this fantastic scene, and we're going to role play. But at the end of the day, like, you're dressing up in a costume, potentially, and you're pretending to be somebody you're not, and then you're having fun with it. So I think it's important to remember that not to take ourselves too seriously. And if you do feel like you get bigger goals because you feel silly, because you are being silly, and it's okay, <laughs> move along. <laughs> Right. Uh, most of my personal 
scenes haven't been scripted. Right. Uh, I've done a number of scripted scenes for, mm-hmm. for, uh, work. for work. Yeah. They're always very awkward because I'm generally not involved at all in writing the script. Right. Oh, you have extra if you made me a script. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it would be very awkward because these are not things I would ever say ever. (laughs) Like. Not even the correct diction here. (laughs) No. No. Some of them were terrible. All these words are far too small to be mine. (laughs) Really, really painful for me. Um, man, it's a good thing you're paying for this, cause. Mm-mm. But I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I enjoy the, you know. Generally, for me, it's been, hey, let's do. Daddy girl scene, like an incest scene, or right, let's yeah. do, um, professor and student. Right. And then I get to think of like, what am I gonna wear? How am I gonna like? What does this student act like? Yeah. What does reaction. this like? Or what does this professor, like, are they a stern professor? Am I being, like, do I need extra credit? <laughs> am, I, am I seducing my professor? Or is the professor seducing yeah, me? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Important and details. it allows for a lot of creativity in the way I put myself together, but then also the interactions with my partner because we're feeding off of each other. Yeah. If I feel like it and I'm getting a little bratty and a little... Sassy student, See that's one thing. Yeah. If I decide I'm like, oh, let me try to seduce my teacher this oh, no. time. I forgot my really underwear. Need an a. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I forget to wear a bra with the shirt again? <laughs> They're like, Donna, you forgot the shirt. Oh, damn. <laughs> it's like a nightmare. Oh, that would be fun. Dreamscape kind of role play. Like that. that would be really interesting. Write that down. Somebody quick. <laughs> you would go make it in the classroom. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> so I loved that kind of... For me, it tends to be a very interactive scene. Yeah, it's involved on both on all parties, I guess. Yeah, and it's a scene that involves, I would say, more give and take mm-hmm. compared to some other scenes where, like, something's being done to me and I am you're not enduring and enjoying and I'm act- I'm participating, but it's being done to me. Right. In this, I am part of the scene. Right. I get to be... You're part of the give as well as the take. Exactly. I like that. I like that a lot. What are your thoughts, Caitlin? Oh, no, you said, uh, like, professor and student. It made me think, would... Because we went... Oh, God, so long ago. At least over a year ago now because things COVID. But, like, we went to uh, an event at Kristoff's for Halloween and, like, we decided I was going to be a schoolgirl and we decided Madame Hexa was going to be the principal and... Oh, a month was our lady right. librarian and like we had kind of flirted around in chat and we're like oh well I might need spankings later because I tried to seduce the librarian and da 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 would that count as role play or no because we didn't do a no, scene it, in it, it yeah it, that would text yeah yeah I did role play <laughs> <laughs> texting yeah it's not role play isn't limited to just an actual scene or actual sexy time you can definitely like when you're honestly when you're having like sex chat with somebody you role play I am in Trader Joe's picking out chips. I am not doing it. You know, I hate to break it to you guys. I am not at home having sexy time with myself while I'm texting you all these terrible things. I'm, I'm probably home. picking out potato chips. I'm honest. at home drinking a milkshake. Like, when I do, like, so sessions with You clients, don't want that right now. Trust I'm me. probably, like, laying in bed in my, with my hoodie up, like, eating my mashed potatoes. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that feels so great, baby. Yeah, but it's... That's, so that's role play. play. It's 100% role play. And sometimes... 
I mean, part of the role play is you're doing this thing that is outside of the norm. And so that talking of like, oh, hey, maybe I should do that thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's that, you know, the buildup of anticipation is definitely a part of role play. Yeah. I, I would almost argue it's a little critical for, for me to, to get into role play. Like, I'm going to have a role play scene. I need a Kickstarter. Like, I need to talk about it during the day. I got to like, start. Yeah. I have to start getting into the mindset early. I, I, I feel cannot like I just, like, and scene. Let's go. Honestly, um, I feel like I would do better that way. Because the one time I tried it, I tried it. Well, not the one time. But the one time I knew I was trying it, I tried it on a whim. Like, it was a split-moment decision when I saw my partner when he was picking me up from the airport. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do this thing he keeps begging me for. Right. And so, like, I feel like had we, like, kind of started, like, talking about before, it would have gone a little bit better. Because I don't think he knew what to do with it either, even though he was sprung out on it. Well, of course, and always, and of course, the fantasy is always different from reality. So, keep that in mind, guys and gals and everyone in between and around. If you are doing this, fantasies in your head might not work out perfectly and it's still totally okay. So, I have a prime example. Of oh, I'm ready. Yes, not <laughs> So, I had done some shoots with a friend of mine where she, it was role play. Right. Shoots. She was my boss and she was very upset with me regarding my work my and such. My performance. Proceeded upon giving foot worship and all of these things. Right. Well... One of the individuals who had requested the, that video then requested a subsequent video. Okay. In which customers, we adore you. Mm -hmm. In which I fictitiously break into my boss's place. Quotations. Quote, quote, quote. Uh, the woman who was uh, my boss in the previous video. Right. Uh, at which point I was going to tie her up. And then torture her and make her play with my feet and revenge. play back in revenge and be very like, ha ha, you're not going to fuck with me again. <laughs> Jokes on you, she's into that shit. <laughs> that would be my luck if I ever wanted revenge on someone to be like, hey, what are we now? <laughs> A, she totally was. There you go. Uh, <laughs> which is why I could do the scene with her. Right. But the funny thing was, was that I forgot to talk. The whole Almost <laughs> the like... I think I said some stuff like when I went in and, right. and quote chlor like I think it chloroformed Dropped her, her out, like, you know, like oh, oh, oh I knock her out you know that whole thing yeah uh, Frank Hollywood style like oh. very damsel in distress like yeah. Uh, yeah and then I got to doing the the rope tying part and you're just in the and I think the just so focused I don't think I spoke again until. Like, all of the tying portion was done, and I was back to, like, sticking my foot in her face. Right. Then like, I completely like, yeah. forgot to speak. Yeah, periods of silence are definitely uh, the bane of me as well. It's one of those things that's like, oh, should I talk to this person? <laughs> I was supposed to be being like, this is what you get for treating like, me like that and making me yeah. suck your toes and da-da-da, like, and... Just nothing. <laughs> no, I was really focused on tying them up. Yeah. And she's gagged. She can't say anything. Yeah, she wants you to talk back to me. Right. And I'm just like... Alright. Uh, I don't know. Did they like the video, though, at least? But they paid for it, so... <laughs> I mean, I didn't the, hear... The check cleared. I didn't hear anything else. Check came through, so I guess they enjoyed it enough. Yeah, I did not hear any complaints, so... Yeah, I think... I, oh, oh, what you got? 
I think uh, roleplay can be very fun and like kind of cute and fluffy and then you know you can go more extreme with it you can go more quote unquote <laughs> realistic we're gonna get to the get to the <laughs> good stuff uh, we're gonna work our way up I don't have intensity. a towel but I have a blanket oh we don't have a towel have a you're gonna be juicing all over this oh well you know, it's a blanket it's the dungeon it's not yeah, like I it's guess the only if she's thing. gonna get soaked this is the place to do it um but kind of middle of the grounds we're playing kind of middle ground we're going from like bedroom like you talked about the airport your attempted airport pickup kind of scene Image of it, yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. So, one of my favorite role plays to do out in public is cruising, fake cruising. I'm I I'm with somebody that I'm already gonna go home with or pick them up or something, um, and you meet whoever you're with at the bar or restaurant or wherever you tend to do coffee bar, and you go in like you don't know this person, and you try to pick them up like you don't know them like like they're a total stranger, and you play the game just like you would picking up a regular stranger. My favorite. Game. I love this. That game. sounds super fun. I've never done that. One. I I like doing it to other people, but I love having the S types under me try to pick me up at a bar. We don't even with what my strategy. Yeah, but you haven't done that yet. But now now you've told me, so you can't use that strategy. So you have to try a different strategy now. But I've already used it. Oh yeah, but this is different. <laughs> this is a deliberate. As if you've never done it before. Slave, I just got lucky with COVID. Yeah, my slave, my slave lives with me, and I'm still going to make him do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's an exercise, again, it's an exercise in creativity and imagination, and also it's just fucking fun. It is fun to do. And most people around you aren't really going to know what's going on either, so if you're someone that likes kind of public displays, it's subtle enough to do in a vanilla setting where you're not kind of yeah. like running up against that vanilla consent barrier yeah. that we kind of talk about sometimes. Um, so I love that. I call it fake cruising, because obviously mm -hmm. I'm not... I guess you're coming home with me, so it's still cruising, but I knew my target, so. It's like you drove me here. I know that you're taking me home. Yeah, this should be easy. You can, we can't be the same vehicle. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think um, my ex-partner's uh, kind of view was more along that line, so, which, so I think it was, like, the airport factor that was so, going off, because one, one of his well, things... Well, was it supposed to be, like, a fake Uber driver or something? Well, because what he always wanted was he always asked, like, he wanted either, like, to try to pick me up or me try to like flirt with him because I don't have a lot of experience flirting with people or like I've never done the whole like bar scene thing really mm -hmm. like I've made some uh encounters like well, you're, well you're younger like so like you didn't have to do the whole bar crawl right. thing and so like things like that and so it was always something that he mentioned about like wanting to try um and we had talked about a little while I was up visiting family out of state um mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, like, da-da-da-da-da, it'd be kind of cool if we did this. And so that was a few days prior to me coming home. So we went to the airport. I had colored my hair while I was up there. So I was like, you know what? I look like a different person. Exactly. Like, why not just Feel that? Maybe that costume on. Right. I was like, maybe that's, like, the little nudge it's that I sign. need to get. It's a sign. Because I was like, he didn't know that I colored my hair. So, like, let's do the thing. Right. Um, so he picked me up, and, like, I tried to play it off as, like, oh, my God, my ride canceled. I don't know what to do. Like, it's getting really late because my flight got in at, like, midnight. And it's, like, I really don't want to, like, be sitting here. I don't know what to do. Can you please, please, please take me home? I promise I'll give you, like, gas money or something. So we tried that. Yeah, you really tried. I tried. Uh, I was laughing the whole time, but I tried. Well, you'd be um, probably nervous laughing asking a stranger for a ride anyway, right? Maybe. Yeah, see? Uh, it's not so like, we, also, she nervous laughs. Constantly? Yeah. So, 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 I, I believe it. I find uh, it authentic. <laughs> um, so, like, we did the thing when we were driving home, and, like, I was trying to do the thing, and so, like, he tried to play along a little bit and make, like, a little bit of small talk, like, oh, where are you from? Like, what's your address? Where am I taking you? Right, like, um, I was like, well, I don't really want to give you, like, my 
address, address, but like if you could drop me off at like the CVS across yeah. the street yeah. and I'll walk. Um, so we're doing the thing. But then like, I guess, I don't know if he forgot or if he got bored because I was so oh, bad no. at it. But like, he, he was just like, he? so he was just like, I really went down this. Can you put an order in? I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, do well, well, you have for mine? Like, well, I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not really familiar with this side of town. Like, what's what's over here? Like, what store should I put it for? And he was like, I don't know. Just Google it. Like talking to me like you, <laughs> talking to me like you would. Normally. Like, oh, no. um, so we did the thing, and I was like, I was like, okay, well, I put your pizza, and he's like, oh, you're not going to get one. I was like, well, I didn't. I was like, I didn't want to like assume. Assume you're already giving me a ride, right? And so we did that, and then like, so we went to the store, and I even tried to like keep playing along. I'm like, oh, you're not going to just like drop me off and leave me, are you? If I run in to pick it up, um, and yeah. he was like, no, no, I'll be here, I'll be here, I'll promise, promise. Da da da, and then like. We got, and it just kind of kept fading from there. So we got home, and he's like, can't wait to fuck you tonight, baby. <laughs> da, 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 da. I was like, and well, like, I was like, well, I guess. gas money over here, jeez. I was like, well, I guess my role play worked because it turned him off. Right. He's just like, I, you haven't been here for a week and a half, and I'm ready to uh, fuck you. I'm so, going to say it was most probably the latter of those but two But I was like, so I tried, but then I'm I sure was you like, did your best. I was like, after that, I was like, well, I feel stupid, so I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> But no, I mean, I knew that it was a long shot when I went for that because I was like, at least in a bar, like you can, you get caught up, even with like partners, you get kind of caught up in more like the atmosphere and like talking to each other about things that aren't your everyday occurrence. Like you definitely get into that bar talk, so I feel like it might be a little bit easier at a bar because those are the conversations you normally go towards anyway. I think we should have you uh, pick a baby girl at the bar. (gasps) Yes. She will not know what to do either. It'll be fantastic. It'll be great. Her face, currently Caitlin's face, <laughs> is the most extreme version of purple <laughs> and squished. She looks like a cherry tomato that's been bruised and is about to explode. Well, uh, while she recovers from that blow, let's move on to some more intense versions of roleplay. Yes. Let's do that. Um, so I think we mentioned, touched on it very early. Um, interrogations, I think, is a real popular one dun, dun, dun. for more intense kind of roleplay scenes. Because they can very wildly on the intensity. Yes. From like, we're at the table with a lamp together to like waterboarding. Yes. Which, one part torture play, one part roleplay. I don't know. Like, it's, again, it's wherever your head's at in the moment. Like, if it's part of the scene and I'm pretending like, you know, I don't want to get all cultural, but I mean, we could put on a witch trial. It'd be kind of kind of weird, but oh. in a very empowering kind of way. Interesting. Could we do a reverse witch trial? Kill the Puritans? Like, can we use your slave for the Puritan? Yeah, he was a Catholic. Right! <laughs> <laughs> but can we please put him in like a priest's cassock or something? Yes! yes. I'm on board. Oh, Spielzeit. Like a Puritan-style priest. Like with that little hat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. I'm okay. Yeah, put a pit in that. Yeah, let's waterboard him. Oh, <laughs> oh, he was a swimmer. It's fine. Oh, I'm just sad because I don't want to get waterboarded, too. <laughs> we want, we want waterboard you also. We might have to practice. Yeah, yeah we'll practice on you. Yeah. We won't want to hurt him. I don't want to marry my housekeeper on accident. <laughs> I wouldn't want to, either. Yeah, he no, keeps the house quite good. Yeah, he's a nice chap. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh... Uh, yes, so... I would definitely agree. It's... It's pretty popular when it comes to more extreme versions of 
role playing. Right. So I kind of playing off that. I, I agree because I feel like interrogation play is kind of that happy middle ground or like the stepping stone because it's technically a version of CNC, consensual non-consent, which is where you're taking what would typically be a non-consensual interaction and you're right. doing it in a controlled consensual setting. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes with those, you get into things like rape play and kidnapping. I feel like interrogation play is kind of that stepping stone that more people don't necessarily have triggers mm-hmm. around. So you can get that more intense flavor. Some people do, but some people don't. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Um, but like, so for me personally, I was always like, I can never do CNC role play. I can't do it too many like close to home things. Until I found out interrogation play was a thing. For me, that was one of the few things where I was like, I could see myself doing that because personally, I I don't have triggers around that specific thing. Right. It is highly controversial because it, it is, it's a person, it's a misuse of authority and power. So when you think about interrogations, you know, you think about police officers and detectives and these are all highly controversial. I have seen some hot amazing topics. military themed. Oh, see, I would love that. But again, I'm drumming and I can't do the military uniform. American military, which I, I might have to do the hideous green thing, and I'm like, not about that. Yeah, they were yeah. like, yeah, I, have to uh, I think it was actually beige camo, but yeah, yeah that yeah. thing. So, yeah, it's one of those. Just choose to put it to bed and not do the military thing. But again, and to your point, you found it very therapeutic, and you found it as a way to get into. Well, I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's the idea. Yeah, okay. It's the only the one that I can. Okay. The concept for me doesn't like right off the bat send me into panic mode. Like, I've since then, like, with certain people been like, okay, I can maybe be open to trying more of this style, but that's the one where it's like, once I found out about it, I'm like, okay, I'm not completely, like, red at any CNC anymore. Right. I think, I think interrogations are highly structured as well, so that helps move the scene along, I think, so if you are new to roleplay, you don't have to necessarily have, like, an extreme waterboarding interrogation scene, but interrogating tables and that kind of you sit across from me concept or you're here against your will is a great structured way to get started and I think it helps people. Uh, most of the interrogation scenes that I have either seen or been involved with, the interrogatee, the person being interrogated, mm-hmm. prior to the scene, there is oh, like a word. either there's a term or there's, quote, information yeah. that they have that the interrogators are trying to get out of that Why? Where'd you hide the goods, Tuts? <laughs> uh, and so in those situations, the person who's being interrogated is able to control a little bit of the flow of the interrogation, even in the most, like, in the more extreme interrogation scenes. Right. Because they're the ones that have the information. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they also have a red, right? but the whole point is to push you until you give up the information. Yeah, and that's how so, interrogation works. Right, and so Allegedly. because they because they oftentimes know that information, when it gets to a point that they need to s- slow down or stop, they can use pieces of information right. or whatever the, the word they're looking for right. to kind of adjust the scene. Right. So as an example, in our let's our make our pretend interrogation scene, uh, Amok is hiding a, a alleged caseload of like cocaine or something, right? And I'm a investigator trying to figure out the name of the person that gave her the cocaine, where it is at, and how much there is. So if she's getting to a point where it's like, you know, 
a little much. She can feed me the information like, oh, it's this cabin in the woods. Oh, where's the cabin? What does it look like? How do I get there? Who gave it to you? No, no, that's all I know. That's all I know. And, and it goes on and on and kind of like that. So she's right, you know, the, I guess the bottom in the interrogation scene um, can kind of dictate or at least guide that, that scene along. Right. Yes, ma'am. She whispers oh, so quietly, so the microphone can't even pick it up. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no. I've seen I've seen a lot of people do it that way, and I've also seen. Um, I was friends with a couple out in Tennessee, and they're really big into like the interrogation. They have property works. They have an eighteen-acre property with like a barn on the back, two acres with where they have their dungeon set up, mm-hmm. um, and so they do interrogation play a lot. And we were talking about one of their scenes, and he was like. I realized that the person that was supposed to give her like the information she's withholding didn't do it. So we just did this whole scene and I'm like laying into her because she's not. Right. Um, and I was like, actually, I kind of like that one better because it's like, I really don't know. It's I like, really know what I don't know. I was, like, like, I, I was like, that kind of makes me a little bit more wet than actually knowing something that they want because if I was like, let's be You're honest. You're victim. Oh no. If Madame Hexa was like, what the fuck did the thing? Where is the thing? Where's the other? Okay, it's there, it's there, it's there. Because I don't want her mad at me. It's more realistic for me oh, to not know yeah. the thing. But if you think you're getting an interrogation scene about who stole a stuffy and she starts laying into you about the cocaine drops, you're not going to have the right information. You're That's not going to have the right information. You couldn't, couldn't tell don't me that. You couldn't tell me even if you wanted to. Exactly. And I like that idea of and that, and I think it might just play into, I really like, like, I really you like, like pain, and I like helplessness, I yeah. and I like to be tortured, and I was like, that kind of sounds hot, because, like, I'm going to swear up and down, I don't know, but the pain's still going to come. <laughs> Is this punishment? Are, are we flirting? Is this like, flirting? Like I would be the, I would honestly, like, if I was ever kidnapped, kidnappers would probably be like, so what are we? Right? And be like, hey, what are we? And they'll be like, oh, uh, right? I'm just saying, like, have to walk home, because they're going to be like, who picks this one? Who chose way. this one? You're Who gonna, didn't do their surveillance correctly? You're gonna correct their, you know, bondage. Right. I'd be like, oh, are you sure that's right on a nerve? I was like, my hands aren't gonna be very good to you if they're not. Oh yeah, they kind of really kidnap uh, a muck either. If they try to tie up, she's like, oh. I'm just gonna uh, dislocate my fingers and yeah, slide out of the body out of Or undo their not work. Right? It's like, this is really, y'all should really hide. I can teach you guys knots if you want. So speaking of kidnapping, this is another intense version of roleplay. Yeah, it can and roleplay and you mentioned CNC earlier, which Sorry. is again consensual non-consent. Um, it definitely can fall into that, yeah. especially if you don't know you're getting kidnapped. Surprise! Um, but uh, role roleplay wise, I think uh, kidnapping scenes are definitely roleplay because I mean, yeah, in theory, not really kidnapping somebody. Right, they've um. Those have kind of slowly been creeping up as to like with interrogation. We're like, that might be okay. Um, I had an ex-partner who CNC was one of his big things. And for a while, like we weren't talking about it to do it, but we were talking about his previous experiences because he was kind of that turning point of being able to kind of see why people are into it. That mm-hmm. was one of those things where I was like, I just, I don't understand. Right. Um, and so like he was talking you about how- You were at the turning point. I was at the turning okay. point. I'm trying to understand. And sorry, so, I just like, misheard you. Sorry. Oh. Um, and so, like, we were talking about some of the things that he does to set up to keep it the acknowledgement of the bottom that this is role play. Like, you aren't actually being the thing. Like, you aren't just, like, expecting a scene and someone so happened to, like, right. kidnap you on the thing. And so, like, 
he had a specific watch that his submissive had gifted him and so he would always wear that watch so if she looked down she'd see the watch and be like okay cool or that or they had like a phrase back and forth where if she was unsure she could be like what are you going to do with me and his response in t and it was like time, every response. time she okay. asked it was i'm going to do whatever the fuck i want to my precious little slut right and so that was kind of like that brain thing like if she's unsure at any point in the thing she says it and gets the reassurance without breaking the headspace because some people are Get kind call of phrases are nice. Yeah, call some, phrases are like... Some people get caught because they're like, well, I don't want a safe word because, like, that's a thing. And it's like, so that's kind of a check-in point. I think you should always have a safe word with CNCA, but there are people... That and, like, another pushback is, well, if I know it's going to happen... Um, another dominant of mine was he would set time frames. So it's like, okay, we want to do a CNC scene. We want to do a kidnapping scene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it between July 30th and August 20th. Okay. And so any time within there... It's fair game for me to grab you. Right. But you know it's only going to happen if it happens outside those states. Then so you that, probably were actually kidnapped and actually called the Right. So. Do yeah. not get into that bed. <laughs> right. But they had puppies. Yeah. Because yeah, we're going we're gonna to get kidnapped petting something we're not supposed to, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I think, yeah. Kidnapping scenes, I think, are, are a lot of fun in theory, a lot of work in practice, and there's yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of moving parts. Yeah. Well, loads of moving parts to it. So this is definitely like phone a friend for this because definitely. Yeah. I generally recommend if anyone is looking into doing specifically kidnapping, interrogation, or CNC based role play that they have a neutral third party mm-hmm. who is not going to be involved in the scene. Yes. Interactively with the scene, mm-hmm. involved in the negotiations. Yeah. Yep. As well as potentially monitor the scene. Yeah, absolutely. There, no, there's a lot of legalities to think about it too, mm-hmm. because it is it is that risk of it going south quickly, and there is the risk of legal legal replications. Yeah, let, because yeah. Um, it, especially with kidnapping, because a lot of people are like, "Oh, abduct me from a child." Okay, but there are other people who Someone could be walking that trail yeah. who could call the police. Like that's that's one of the things is it's harder when you want to try to take it to that public level even if you're like well i'm going on trail no one goes on that's going to be the one day someone's one on that time trail. some pensioners out there and gonna phone the police um just a, just a reminder a lot of the things that we as consenting adults engage in in bdsm and fetish and kink often are not legal nope. per se so take that as you will we are not lawyers but just remember that just because this guy said you could punch him in the face the court is going to say that you've assaulted him. Yes. So, regardless of what he says. You know what I mean? So, keep that in mind in all your shenanigans that, you know, there's some real repercussions for this right. if you're it's not careful. part of being risk-aware. Yes. Basically. It's and one of the risks, yeah. And another part for risk-aware is a lot of times, especially if you're starting out into it, you're not going to be able to necessarily know how someone's going to react to a scene Absolutely. in the moment. Um, I know Especially my ex, scenes like I that. know my ex-partner, he did like a fake home invasion scene and actually had two lamps smashed over his head because she freaked <laughs> out. That's part of being risk aware. Like, like, oh man, this is America, okay? I'd be afraid I'd get shot if I do a home invasion <laughs> scene. Are you kidding me? Right. No way. <laughs> so Absolutely like, not. I'll be the getaway driver. I'm not going in there. Right. No. And uh-uh. so it's just like, it's things Do I have any baby here? Uh-uh. No. Things like that that you have to think about. Because I know personally for me, like, especially, I haven't done it yet. I am interested in it, but it's one of those things, as with many things, I make my partners very aware. Like, I've 
actually do have like past trauma. So like, I don't know how I'm going to react. It might go great or I might completely shut down and the scene's going to have to stop. If that's okay with you, then cool, let's try it. If not, we don't have to try it. Right. Even someone who does not have clearly identified trauma history. That might be the trauma. <laughs> That, that right. It may yeah. it may trigger something mm-hmm. that they were entirely unaware of, or is something completely new but was triggered during this right event. Right. Exactly. So definitely one of those uh, ramp up. I like to ramp up these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Like if you're new to role play, you're new to CNC, you're new, you're new to these high intensity, lots of moving parts kind of scenes and fetishes and stuff like that. Take your time. Yeah. We'll you don't have to world. do it right now. It'll no, be here in a year can. or two. I mean... Uh, have you ever heard of the acronym KISS? Keep it simple, stupid? Yes. yes. Do that. Yes. When, when you're first starting out, I generally don't recommend super intense scenes of the interrogation, CNC right. kind of your brand new. Oh, yeah. Um, whether to the lifestyle or to your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you've been doing this for However whatever many years, many years right. doesn't mean that you've been doing it with this partner exactly. during this stage of life. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I normally recommend people start with something that's a little easier to set up. Mm-hmm. Things like teacher teacher student. Yeah, that's a good one. You doctor know, patient. Doctor patient. Oh, yeah, like something how like inexpensive that. is a Halloween lab coat? You know what I mean? I think that's fantastic. Little little stethoscope. Those little playhouse, like... Oh, they're like... Yeah! Oh, my goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little doctor bag. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, the little... Like, little doctor bag. Yeah! I know, I love that. I love that, yeah. Definitely take it, so have fun. That's the punchline, right? Have fun. That's the whole point of all of this. Like, kink and sex should be enjoyable. Yeah. Sometimes that enjoyment is derived through pain. Sometimes it's humiliation. Sometimes it's being silly with your partners. Yeah. Just have fucking fun. Put on the silly hat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sound I don't cowboy. <laughs> Real quick, a shift yeah. from our intense, like, death-defying kind of roleplay stuff. Let me go back a little bit. Where do you guys feel cosplayers fall in on all this? Because they take their art very seriously. But you are dressing up as a character that's not you and oftentimes portraying somebody that's not you. Hmm. So for me... I fucking love cosplayers. Yeah. So many of them are... Yeah. Like anything. Like 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 most humans. It's a... I like some of them. I don't like others. Right. Uh, But a lot of them are crazy hella intelligent. With my... My theater background is predominantly actually in um, stagecraft and costume design and things like that. So... I am Those are your people. intimately aware of what goes into building some of these mm-hmm. really gorgeous, intricate costumes yeah. and outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh, the props. Um, like, I could just, like, joygasm all over myself and we'll be like, <laughs> if we took a couple and we're like, let's discuss the techniques. Um, unless an individual identifies as being kinky and that in this instance their persona is involved in a kinky nature then they're two different things Mm -hmm. like 
you might think they look sexy as fuck. You might masturbate to them later, oh, but they're not necessarily there to do that. Getting I was just I was just thinking of like role play in general, not, not necessarily the sexy part. But I mean, oh. it, you're you're putting on a costume and you're being something that you're I not, you're playing pretend just like everybody else. I think it's really similar to theater. Yeah. Okay. I mean, impersonation is an art form that's been around for all time. Like, substitution, in the words of Oscar Wilde, substitution is a fan. Um, Quotation is a fantastic substitution for wit. <laughs> when you can't think of it, be somebody else. And so, you know, impersonation is something that has been part of culture and been part of theater for as long as there's been theater and community. Mm-hmm. Cosplay is just impersonating characters as opposed to impersonating uh, living beings. Yeah. Okay. It's a different type of theater. It's the impersonation without the script necessarily. Because they're all characters. I mean, you know, like characters, whether it's in a play or a movie or something, they're all mm-hmm. characters. But a role, uh, somebody who's like going to a convention or something isn't necessarily going to be acting out of, a, you know, a play scene necessarily in any kind uh, of the world. A lot of cosplayers have oh, they do. scripts and such. Oh, they do. And to me, that's 100 You're acting. The Atreyu one all with the it, horse. All of that, <gasps> was, that was upsetting. All of it is acting, whether it's right. like, like whether it's like you know proper acting, whether it's sexy role play, whether yeah, it's kinky play, whether it's cosplay, it's all acting. Um, I have not the talent for proper acting or any of that such thing, so I will just stick to the fancy costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look good. The strong silent type is also an important. It's persona. a good role. It's a good role. I'll be the one standing in the corner drinking the double vodka. Uh, like, I, I think Master Shadow called that the uh, introverted dominant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he did a little chat. I'll talk on that, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. I attended that. I really enjoyed that. I was like. Yes. Like, I could see that speaking to your soul. <laughs> I was like, I'm going. <laughs> You're kind of the younger female version of him. That's fair, I accept that because I'm utterly flattered by that. Utterly <laughs> flattered. But yeah, do we have any final thoughts on our, our role play? Like do you have any recommendations on like how to get into it? Because we talked a little bit early on about like I need kind of the warm up, like I wanna like talk about it and maybe like assume the character before I actually get to the scene. I feel like that would be helpful. Anybody else got some tips, tricks, or favorite kind of things So, if you are unsure if your partner is down for roleplay. And you don't want to directly ask because some people don't. Sometimes it's, especially if it's something that you really intensely fantasize about, but in your dynamic you don't as often talk about those types of fantasies right can be really nerve-wracking especially for people who are this is the first kind of kink they want to check yeah, out like if you're vanilla and this is you're like yeah, you want to dress up get your toes wet yeah. um well it's hard to, it's hard to start that conversation like i'd like you to wear this dress please so instead what i recommend is uh watch a porn okay like together or ahead of time um you can either like watch a porn together or I feel like that's a good warm up or watch fun. yeah I love watching porn with people I don't think I've ever watched it with somebody we'll fix that yeah. um or watching something sort of casually with somebody that's the best part like we just eating popcorn and chatting and that like, see that, that speaks to my little ace heart so much <laughs> I was like oh that that one that one so that I'm one. near the sex I'm just not involved can we critique it too that's so what I normally do like, uh, I was like she strikes me as a critique because she's like I, mm-hmm. I get a leg cramp just looking at this 
I particularly like to watch bad porn uh, because I'm like, lol, that's not how any of this works. I have a really bad lesbian porn to show you then because, yeah, stumble uh, across that. But we went um, off a tangent, sorry, Dominic. I also recommend like either a porn or even a, a movie or a show that might have that theme. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sure. There, I mean, like a dress-up scene in it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, dress-up scene. There are a lot of movies that have like that brief like role-play sex scene. Now, sometimes it's silly, but you can use that as a great kind of... Or... Like, a great conversation starter. Oh, look how cute and innocent. And that's, it's good. It's lots or, of people do this. you know, the professor who has a student come in and um, we will find it and, and yes. put it in here. She looks like he's rolling around in the car. You can sense it already. That we I love that movie. But one of... I the first time I saw it, to be honest. Though... Way the movie kind of gets going, the relationship gets going, is that one of the women is his student. Yeah. And so while they didn't necessarily say, oh, let's play this thing, as the person that's interested, like, oh, that, do you think that could be really interesting? Like, if I was your professor? Yeah. yeah. You don't. It's a very. They're gonna know what you low mean. Low risk. That, no one's that fence. They're gonna know what you mean once you once you feed that initial question. They'll be like, "So you wanna dress up?" I mean, yeah, but. Well, that and later in that movie, also they get to like the scene where they are actually dressing up and they oh, find the, the theater sex back stage. Yeah, yeah, and like they, one of them is very upset about this dress up, and the other one's not. And you can kind of. See be like, oh, I wonder why she was so upset. Wouldn't you like it if I dressed up for you? Mm-hmm. And it's a low-risk way of approaching the topic because yeah. if your partner comes back and is abrasive or agitated by the question, you're like, I was, we were just discussing the movie. Like, I'm not asking you to do it. I was just... <laughs> right. I didn't know. You know. I was just, just like, you would yeah, think. we were talking about the movie. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you're into some of the... Uh, I don't want to use the word wacky but more playful or more fantasy-based dress-ups. I'm talking like hobbits and shit. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm into those worlds. I just don't necessarily want to fuck a hobbit. But if you are into that and you would want to fuck a hobbit or an orc or something like that, definitely broach this subject cautiously. Now, te- I would assume you're probably with somebody that understands that you're into that shit to begin with. Not necessarily. I mean, I would choose to partner myself with somebody that at least is aware of my interests. But there are a lot, I mean, our culture in America is very, very repressed. You Uh, do not talk about kink. You do not talk about about sex. sex. Like, not even vanilla sex. Oh my god, you can't even say the word orgasm because it's so (laughs) uncomfortable. Um, God forbid you say penis. I said that to my mom and she started giggling. I was like, Mom, yes. I mean, it's a funny sounding word. Right. It but it was the like, yeah. I mean, she is also approximately a 13 year old boy in her head. We have the same fair. sense of humor. That's fair. But I mean, it's like, there are people who out there that literally like grown adult no, I, word people. I was, probably, <laughs> I was probably 20 before I would actually say the word vagina. Vagina. But you have one. I know. Address but it. I was like told it, that it was bad to say that. No. Right. Your, vagina is not, your vagina's not bad and calling it what it is is not bad. That's for everybody. And so there is an in, entire generations that were taught that Blows any discussion in, around, or about sex was inappropriate 
and should never be had even behind closed doors. No, that blows my mind. I it's believe you. I believe you, but it, it blows my mind. But what I meant was more like, if you're into D&D and you've got a whole bunch of figurines of elves and shit, you're probably into elves, maybe not sexually, but I would not then be surprised if my partner with a whole shelf of like these tiny figurines was like, she want to put on these ears and let's run around the yard and then I jump on you and we have sex. I guess that sounds fun, you know, but I wouldn't be surprised if that then was the result because I know you have an interest. I have actually known couples where an individual like completely lost their shit and I'm <laughs> sitting there going, it wasn't obvious. Have you met your husband? Like, is it not obvious? Like, you were willfully blind to this. Yes. Yeah, it was a different situation. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I had no idea. And I'm like, really? Like, have you not seen the posters? <laughs> like, or got, like a white any, body pillow. What do you mean you didn't know? <laughs> like, or all of the things he's like hearted on social media. Like, like you didn't see there was like a theme to that. But okay. So. Try to be aware of your partner's interests as it goes along so you're not blindsided as hard. But again, some of these come out of nowhere. Like, yeah. you know, who knows you were into whatever, you know. Um, but I think it's a good strategy. You've got, like, either watch something together, toss them a softball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Feel it out. If it's something that they're absolutely against, all right, well, maybe you just don't do that one thing with that partner, you know. Yeah. Also, and you got to practice to get better. Practice? Yeah. It's gonna be funny and awkward. Maybe I don't know. Like I, you, know, you did theater, so it's more natural to you to just kind of snap into it. But if it's oh, first I still <laughs> like my I early like role days. plays, mm-hmm. specifically early ones with uh, my ex husband. Oh my god, some of them were painfully hilariously, <laughs> and both of us had fairly significant acting right. backgrounds. It's of a some little sort. different, and it's a little different. Uh, I. I also recommend that people try not to overthink it. Yeah. Get some basic ideas. What kind of costume? My favorite. <laughs> I always start with the costume. Me too. Yeah, I like to know what I'm wearing because I'm building the character. I'm assuming the role. Um, and again, no, like I'm not much of a talker. So understanding where that's going to be a disadvantage and where that's going to be advantageous to the type of role play you do. You know what I mean? If it's something where I've got to be talking at you for extensive amount of time. That's something that I, I could do, but I have to be cognizant. Like, I'm really going to have to be aware that I'm not talking and I should be. Yeah, I think that I kind of fall into the same boat. And, like, that's kind of, like, the weird middle ground for me because it's, like, as a bottom, I really don't say much because tend to go non-verbal during scenes. Right. As a top, I just feel silly as a top anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, the only times I really would take, like, I guess the quote-unquote top hat is for like for work right um and i make it very clear that i am not a top i will play a top for you and if you're okay with the awkwardness cool right i mean i feel um, like you could be like the older sorority sister that you do. I, i've done i think i do really well in like the older sister for like the babysitter Uh, improvise own it role play 
is most often improv. improv. Yeah, I would say. If you overthink every little detail of, well, I have to say this, and then I have to say this, and then I'm going to do this, up and this then item, and then I have to exactly one, two, three, and... Something, if you are, like, dead on for that, something will happen during the scene that will... Will completely... You break a shoe. Oh, God. That's Your, happened. Your uh, belt bounces off and hits you in the dick when you spank her ass. <laughs> I've had that happen. Um, <laughs> something will happen and will throw you off. I have tossed a vlogger. I was like, oh, oh, don't do that anymore. <laughs> You're like, I was done with that. I oh, threw it public, on Publicly threw it too. I was like, <gasps> just get my ass. Oh, I'm done with that. I think I've done that too, actually. I've done it with Rogue. I've like gone to like Thank extend goodness, and, it and like was shut with, it. It was the twins and I went, Whoosh. oh, wasn't on the wrist strap. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just got one more. It's fine. Nobody noticed it. <laughs> But if you if you're so nervous and you're so focused on it being perfect, yeah. you're gonna struggle with enjoying it. Yeah, you're not gonna enjoy it because you, you're gonna be like, oh, mess it up. You can't really mess it up. Like not as far as like forgetting your lines. You're not going for the Oscars, all right? Like just get in there. And always try twice. Oh, at least yeah, because the first time it's gonna be this whole new experience on a number of different levels possibly, and then the second time you're like, all right, I know what all that feels like. Now let's see if I can really. Get into it and have fun. And with role play, you might have to do like three, four, five, or six. Right, because it might, just be like, might not be the right scenario. Right. Maybe yeah. you don't like this professor thing because you had a creepy professor in college who really actually tried to like get you to use sex for a Or maybe you don't like it because it's a cliche. You want to try something different. Or you just had a shot day at work and don't want to be screwed up. Don't want to deal with this. Like yeah. you're not in the right mindset for it. I know. So the boy and I do superheroes sometimes. That's adorable. He's like a huge comic book nerd, so. Aww. Yeah, so if we do uh, Captain America and the Socialist Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> that's our little, that's our little game. Aww. <laughs> Capitalism is dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's all we got, really. I mean, yeah. It's fun. Try it out. Knock it out. If you are into role, like if you're super into role play or you're just getting into it, Reach out to us. Talk to us. What are some of your favorite kinds of role play? Are you more into the costuming? Are you more into like the backstory? Are your role plays super intricate? Because I love hearing about that shit. I don't have the capacity for it, but I love hearing about somebody else's adventures. Yeah. And remember, trouble, trouble comes, comes in three, three and get fucked. <laughs> <laughs>